you are now tuned in to the good energy series i want to tell you a little bit about the inspiration behind this series before we get into today's topic about self-sabotage so the format behind this series especially if you are watching this on youtube is inspired by a good friend of mine and one of my favorite creators, Erin On Demand. So Erin has started this pod vlog series where she essentially puts up some B-roll and is able to just talk to you in podcast format. And that's what I'm going to do because sometimes I just don't feel like being on camera, but I still feel like talking to you all. So that's going to be in the form of this good energy series that I will also be uploading to all podcast platforms. I am so, so, so excited about it. I thought of the name because I have been complimented a few times recently and in the past several years about my energy. And honestly, that's my favorite compliment to get. I don't care when people tell me I look pretty or other things like that might be a little bit more surface level. I mean, it's obviously nice to hear, but nothing makes me feel better and more affirmed than when people tell me they love my energy. Um, this one of the first times I remember getting that compliment and just really feeling so proud of myself for it was when I was in B school and I had just worked so hard on myself. I was also really grieving during that time. My dad had passed away, my grandma had passed away, but I was so focused on just coming back to myself and I remember I was at this get-together that we had for a lot of my classmates in b-school and one of my classmates who I later became good friends with but at this point this was literally probably our first conversation ever she kind of like touched my arm while I was walking past and just kind of stared at me as if she was staring into my soul and was just like you have really good energy and I just became friends with her after that and then later found out she was also a Libra. So I feel like she just real recognized real. She knew what was up, but it just felt very affirming for someone who also had really good energy to tell me that whatever I was doing, however I was showing up, made her feel without even talking to me like I was a good person. So that's what I want to promote. I want to promote good energy. And so we're just going to be exploring topics around good energy and improving our energy and showing up in those ways. So today we're going to talk about self-sabotage. This is something I have struggled with for pretty much the majority of my life. It's something I also struggled with in silence, partially because I didn't even know that it was a thing, but also because... When I did find out that it was a thing, I didn't see all of the ways that it was affecting my life. So if you are unfamiliar with self-sabotage, it is not very obvious, but basically what it means is just not allowing yourself to become or accomplish the things that you would like to become or accomplish. It is you kind of getting to a certain point of progress and then destroying it. So whether this is a relationship, whether this is a work project, whether this is your health and fitness goals, it's like you want something really, really bad and you start to work towards it. And then somehow, some way, you just can never get to that place that you want to get to. And if you, this sounds like you, if you're somebody who maybe struggled in a toxic relationship and would find your way getting out of it or maybe breaking up with that person but then either getting back into that relationship or finding a new person that resembles that relationship chances are you might struggle with self-sabotaging behaviors and at the root of self-sabotage is the belief that either you're not good enough or you don't deserve good things which is also another form of believing you're not good enough and it's kind of crazy because 
I don't resonate with a lot of the people who do struggle with self-sabotage, who have had a background of abuse in their childhood or who have had a background of an absent parent or abandonment in their childhood. I still don't actually fully understand where my self-sabotage comes from. And sometimes, I don't know if you're like me, but I feel the need to know why it's there before I can really work on it, but it's really stalled my process for too long. I haven't quite figured out exactly why I struggle with this, but I'm definitely ready to move on from it. So at the end of this episode, I will definitely tell you what my plan is for this month to end self-sabotage, stop it in its tracks, and prove to myself that I do deserve all of the things that I want. But before we get into that, I want to tell you a story about promises and this conversation is really going to come back to the promises that we make to ourselves and I know I mentioned a little bit earlier about a toxic relationship. Um, I was in a toxic and also emotionally abusive relationship for about four years. Why I was in that relationship literally goes back to self-sabotage and some sort of belief that I had about myself. I somehow, someway believed that I wasn't good enough for a healthy relationship. I didn't deserve to be treated well. And so I obviously attracted somebody who was going to mirror to me the way that I felt about myself. Obviously, during that time, that was not clear. If you would have asked me why I was in that relationship, I would have downplayed it and been like, oh, well, I'm not taking this person seriously anyway. Like, I would have found a way to make myself feel better about why I was in a situation that I knew rationally was not a situation I should be in. But needless to say, I was in that situation and I would constantly constantly say that I was done talking to this person. I would tell all my friends and I would call them and have them hold me accountable and just be like, yeah, no, it's done for sure this time. And then literally two weeks later, I'd be back into that relationship and over and over and over again for almost four years. And it made me lose so much respect for myself. If you are someone who has told yourself over and over that you're going to stop doing something, whether this is an addiction or that you're going to start something new, like a new habit, and just find yourself saying it over and over, I understand firsthand how frustrating it feels. And then more than that, I understand firsthand how upset you can get with yourself. I want to just, you know, chime in here really quick before I finish my story to tell you that I really hope you can feel inspired to get to a place where you trying again makes you proud of yourself. It is so hard to see yourself try and fail at something and then decide that you are better than that and that you are going to try again. So instead of letting your internal narrator tell you that you're ridiculous for thinking you can do this when you failed seven to 10 to 100 times before, why not switch up that internal narrator to cheer you on and be like, wow, it is so amazing that this has been previously challenging for you and that you are still brave enough to try again. I wish I would have looked at my relationship situation that way. I wish I would have had the self-awareness to switch up my internal narrator to tell me that I was amazing for deciding that I was going to not put up with this anymore when I've already decided that 10 times and failed at it, that I was so brave to still have the boldness to tell other people, no, this is what I'm going to do. Because guess what? Whether it was on the 10th time or the 15th time or whatever, there was a day where I said it and meant it and did move on. And I want to tell you a little bit about that. So I started this kind of like this challenge called You Promised. 
and I wrote the words, you promised. This was back in 2016 or 2017. I I wrote the words in big letters, you promised on my calendar. And this challenge was secretly about me getting over and moving on from my toxic ex. But I like to post things on social media a lot to hold me accountable. And I was not at a place where I was comfortable talking about that situation. So part of my you promised situation was not just ending that relationship. It was also busying myself with other things. At the time, I was interested in applying to business school. So I was looking into schools, visiting schools, getting ready to study for my GMAT. And I was also avidly going to the gym. The gym has always been part of my life. I've always been an athlete. I've always loved to work out. But something different about this time was that I was not focused so much on numbers or weights or any specific goals around my body. I just knew that I needed to keep myself busy somehow so that I can actually move on from this person. And I needed to pour into myself and start really rebuilding that self-worth and that self-confidence and that self-respect. So every day I had a series of goals that I would share publicly around going to the gym, around eating clean, around drinking water. And every single day that I did those things, I would literally record myself marking off a day on that calendar. And the amount of self-respect that was rebuilding with each tick mark. And like when I'd go to sleep, because my calendar was in my room, When I would get ready to go to bed, I would just look up on that calendar and feel so proud of myself. It's almost like I was just hugging myself and loving myself back to life because that's what I needed. I was at such a low point where I was being treated poorly, but I was also treating myself poorly. So there was just so much negativity around me. And I was also so angry with myself for putting up with that negativity. So it was like layers on layers of just self-judgment and self-loathing that it was the best thing I could have done for myself. So needless to say, sure enough, I was able to get through all of that. I think it was like three months. It wasn't just one month of me really pouring into myself day after day after day and checking off those days and crossing off those calendar blocks and just feeling so, so proud of the progress that I had made. What you have to understand about self-worth and self-love and keeping promises to yourself is that When you break a promise to yourself, there's like this cognitive dissonance between what you say and what you're living. And you start to, in that gap of the things you're saying you want to do and the things you're saying you want to be and the things you're actually doing every day, there's a lot of room for self-loathing. There's a lot of room for losing respect for yourself. But the more you're able to invest and say things and then knock them out the park, say things and then knock them out the park, the more you're able to build that respect for yourself. But it's such a recurring cycle that's so hard to get out of when you're not aware of it. Because if you think about it, it's like, okay, well, I said I'm gonna do this. But the voice in my head is like, well, you said that 10 other times. And so that is a discouraging environment. So you don't end up doing it. And then that just adds on to the list of this internal judgy narrator. It's like, see, I told you. And then you just can't really get out of it unless you break that cycle and unless you're aware of it. So I'm going to challenge you when you do keep make promises to yourself. Start small. 
don't feel like you need to do something crazy. I mean, when I share with you what I'm doing, you might think it's crazy, but that's why it's for me. It's not it's not for everybody. I, I know I'm very aware of my specific hurdles around this, and it's not about my daily tasks and whether they're big or small. It, for me, it's more about the endurance of it. I am the type of self-sabotager, whatever you call it, who does things consistently for three weeks and kind of ruins it on the fourth week because I said I wanted to do it for four weeks. So that's something I'm very aware of. And I know that for me, having something like a 30-day challenge is very helpful because it's very clear whether I did the full 30 days or not. But for you, I just want you to think about what is it right now that you want to change most in your life? What is it that you feel least happy with? And how can you kind of start to backwards plan a goal or two or maybe three around those things that are very doable even on your worst day? The things that I'm going to list um, about my 30 days of thriving challenge are things that even on my worst day I could do. There are some days where I literally don't feel like getting off the couch. I literally don't feel like being on camera. I don't feel like going to the gym or taking a walk outside. Sometimes I don't even leave my apartment. I'm that much of an introvert on some days. But even on those days, I have crafted a plan that makes me keep that promise. Like I can keep the promises that I've outlined even on my worst day. So without further ado, I do want to get to my 30 days of thriving challenge and the seven things that I will be doing. Well, the six things that I'll be doing every day. And then there's the seventh one that is more of like a weekly metric that I'm trying to hit. So what I wanted to focus on the most was my body, my health and my career. These are things that I've picked because these are the areas that my saboteur is loudest. Thankfully, I was able to build enough self-respect to not only end a previous toxic relationship, but manage to maintain and nurture a current very healthy marriage. We'll have another conversation about how I tried to sabotage me and Ahmed's relationship before, but thankfully I didn't. I didn't sabotage it and it's because I was aware of this, but I still need some work to not sabotage the very big goals that I have for my career and my ability to maintain a healthy daily lifestyle without ruining it on the weekends or without ruining it once I start to see my body get to where I want it to be. So every single day, with no exceptions, I will be walking for at least 15 minutes. I have a walking pad. So actually, let me just list these and then we'll talk about them. So what's on my list is walking for 15 minutes, reading for 10 minutes, journaling for five minutes, drinking a liter of water, which is around 100 ounces of water, posting at least once a day, whether it's on YouTube or TikTok, and then um, eating clean and mindfully. I'm not going to have some sort of crazy metrics around calories or anything because I'm just not very focused on that right now. I want to be focused on eating clean and in a mindful way. So not like eating and just doing random stuff. And then last but not least, this is my weekly metric. So I'm not doing this one every day, but attend at least four Orange Theory workouts every week. This is going to be a challenging set of things not to do every day. I mean, it's it's pretty simple to do these every day. I've done them today. I did them yesterday, just leading up to this, just to see how they felt. And it was really doable, even with a busy work schedule. But the challenge for me will be doing this for 30 days straight. And the reason I've decided to take this challenge, take it on, is because 
I want to be able to look up at my calendar again and feel the way that I felt back in 2017 when I was in a very low place. I want to have this proof. I want the month of March to be proof for me that I can keep the promises that I make to myself. I don't want my self-saboteur to be the loudest voice in my head anymore. If that voice is still in my head, cool, whatever. Like I don't know if I'll ever be able to just completely rid myself of it, but I want to empower myself with a louder voice that can tell it to shut up and sit down when it starts acting up. I feel like once I do this for myself and really, really follow through on all of these things for 30 days, I will have that evidence and that self-respect around, look at what you did. You did this for 30 days straight, so that must mean you love yourself. So in the moments where my voice in my head tries to convince me that I don't deserve something, I can point back at that and be like, no, no, you do deserve that because look at how you treat yourself. Look at how well you treat yourself. Look at how you say something and you actually do it. You are the type of person that means what you say and says what you mean. And that's really the energy that I'm just trying to give to myself now. So, Batty, if you are interested in joining me on this 30 Days of Thriving Challenge, what I want you to do is comment below with the if you're watching this on youtube comment below i don't think you can comment below on any podcast platform actually but dm me and let me know what is your list what are the things that you are just tired of settling on what are the the areas that you're sick of letting yourself saboteur win in and how can you craft daily promises to yourself that you can check off every single day for 30 days straight and start to slowly beat up that I don't even know what word I wanted to use not beat up but like slowly lower the volume on that voice of negativity and that skeptical voice in your head but turn the volume up on that positive presence and that good energy because that's what this is all about at the end of the day I am so 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 excited for this March is 31 days I'm going to be doing this from March 1st to March 30th and then the 31st day will kind of be my day to just be in awe at how amazing that all went and potentially reflecting I have like a reflection section in my planner that I'll be using to reflect on how I feel about that and what I want to do with the momentum moving forward. So if you want to follow along on this journey, definitely subscribe on YouTube. You can also follow me at Arab and Thriving on TikTok because I'll be posting every day or every other day about this challenge and just keeping you all posted on how it's going. But thank you so much for being here, Batty. I love you so, so, so much. We've got this. This is literally like all in your hands. You can do this. Do not let the voice in your head make you believe that it's in control because it is not you can literally choose to change it like you're switching the channel on a radio or on a tv okay if we still do that i love you so much and i will see you or talk to you on the next one